the most anticipated film of the year, Madam Web. And speaking of the web, I want to thank the sponsor of this video, here to protect you from the dangers of the web. This video is brought to you by NordVPN. NordVPN is a VPN service that's more than just a VPN service, protecting you and your information as you traverse this digital hellscape known as the internet. Shielding you from malware, trackers, ads, Thank you for sitting through the ads in my videos. I do appreciate that. NordVPN's threat protection is there to inform you about the vulnerabilities in your app because we've all been there, right? Oh, 10 million downloads on this app must be safe. No, it's not. That's just 10 million other people who are also vulnerable. Don't do that. Don't be them. And as I said, it's more than just a VPN service. That's seen with NordPass Password Manager. You can save your login info safely and securely because again, who hasn't been there? Different username and password for everything because you want to be safe, right? Smart. Which makes logging in the process of reacquiring my username and changing my password. Not anymore. Nord keeps it in one spot for you. Safe, secure, easy. So click the link below. Go to nordvpn.com johns. Users can get a huge discount with the purchase of a two-year plan plus four extra months. Try it risk-free right now with a 30-day money-back guarantee. And now, all of the morbid time, none of the memeability. So Madam Web's the newest Sony property that's essentially Spider-Man characters, but not in a Spider-Man world, because they can't do that. Spider-Verse without the Spider-Man, essentially. Stars Dakota Johnson as Madam Web. Dakota Johnson's character can see the future before it happens. She has to babysit these three girls who are being hunted by this spider guy. <laughs> that is to say he's a guy with Spider-Man powers who's trying to kill them. They're essentially three Jane Connors she has to protect from Spider Terminator who wants to kill them because of who they will become later in life. Okay, going deep on this one because the damaged optimist you see before you still likes to find something he liked in a movie. I will say Dakota Johnson gives it her all. There are moments where she She's actually having fun in here. Moments that feel like ad-libbed moments that actually do work in their own way. I believe these moments to be ad-libbed moments because they are anomalies in this film. That is to say, anomalies in the script. There are lines and moments delivered in this movie. You can almost feel someone step in while they were filming and be like, no. No ad-libbing. Read the line exactly as it's written in this script. It has a few screenwriters attached to it two of which wrote Morbius. Can you do that? They are indeed awful because this script is hot garbage. <laughs> Almost passed out. Hold <laughs> on. <clears throat> Getting back. Even in the first 10 minutes of the movie, I was like, okay, so this dialogue, it, this is the movie. After watching the movie, I, I understand the Dakota Johnson interviews about the movie. Makes it much more hilarious, kind of sad at the same time. That is to say, the picture's much more clear. You can understand how she's probably sitting there during interviews like, as Linkin Park once said, in the end, it doesn't even matter. Also her character, Cassandra Webb being her name, uh, she's kind of an asshole. And not in that way of, yeah, but she learns by the ends. I mean, essentially she does but it doesn't feel earned. It doesn't feel like she learned anything. When these girls are in trouble, they're like, oh my gosh, are you gonna help me? She's like, no, 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 I'm dropping you off with your parents. This is your parents' shit to deal with. After she's seen a super-powered spider guy walking on the ceiling trying to kill them, I was like, aren't you an EMT? Haven't you elected to save people just as a career path? I'll save people, I'll help people, as long as I'm, you know, getting underpaid for it. Otherwise, you're on your own. <laughs> she just came across as a miserable, curmudgeonous cat lady. Yes, she is a cat lady. Also, the girls who are being hunted by Spider Guy, they have their own characters, I'll give them that. They distinctly feel different. They have their different personality types. But I still don't know any more about them. That's, that's the extent that the movie gives me. They're there to be saved. They're 
PlayStation trophies, essentially. Save the three girls, get a gold trophy. Sweet, did it. That's as deep as it gets. One's more pragmatic, the other one's really nerdy and shy, and the other one flips off ambulances, but that's all I know about them. The entirety of their characters in this movie is based on one vision of what they will be and what they will do one day. One day they're all gonna beat this guy's ass to death, so obviously they're heroes and we need to save them. But who are they now? Fuck if I know. There's a couple of dialogue moments, but again, it's just dialogue moments. The movie tells, it doesn't show. That illusion of character aside, they're no deeper than, say, People in the mall in Dead Rising, you need to save from the zombies. You don't need to care about these characters any more than you have to care about them past the capacity of, oh, gotta save them, because that's the plan. Maybe if this movie had one, maybe two characters she needed to save, so the movie can concentrate more on fewer characters. Not three characters who definitely wouldn't hang out outside the capacity of this film. Three characters who, if they live through it, will be like, all right, that was crazy. All right, well, See you never. I just didn't feel the synergy between them. As for the villain Ezekiel Sims, spider guy who's not Spider-Man, but has Spider-Man-like powers. Yeah, he's a forgettable guy with spider powers, wants to kill these girls to alter the future, so he lives. Terminator. Played by Tahar Rahim, I don't know much about him, to be honest. I don't expect actors to always do the heavy lifting. Like I said, this, this dude was shot in the knee from the get-go because he's in this movie with this script. Not everyone's gonna be Raul Julia in Street Fighter as Bison elevating the shit out of the content. Or Matt Smith and Morbius being like, okay, read the script. I'm gonna have at least one scene that's gonna go viral. If it can't be good, it's gonna be memeable. This poor guy was in a movie that just made him boring. And to be fair to him, there were moments where he was saying things his lips did not match what he was saying. It was always his voice you heard. There were just scenes where he was like, we must find them and they must die. And we've seen enough Spider-Man movies, played enough Spider-Man games. You know when Spider-Man is running along a building and he's swinging and he's flipping and he's doing his thing. His voice sounds like it's coming out of a body that is doing those acrobatics. Yeah, and may I? Yeah, I'll be there in a second. This dude's running up a wall, flipping over a rooftop and his voice is still like, I'll be there momentarily. It just didn't sound like the character I was watching was saying that. It was odd, it was awkward, and I think it comes down to the fact that everyone knew they were making a movie in which you could, you could make the call. The call being, fuck it. This movie feels like a movie that would have come out when the movie takes place. I'm not talking Toby Spider-Man 2, X-Men 2, any of the highs, no. Talking about that mid-2000s lull of comic book movies where we were like, well, this is getting awful. I hope this gets shaped up sooner rather than later. Avengers? That would never work as a movie. It's a cinematic train wreck with the worst script of the year so far. I get it, still pretty early in the year. Still, feel like it's gonna hold that title for a while. It's a mess that lacks cohesion, a superhero film that once again has shoddy CGI and action sequences, a forgettable antagonist, and a protagonist that feels like Madam Web in name only. It plays out like Dollar Store Next with Nicolas Cage meets Dollar Store Terminator. If this movie had come out in, say, 2003, it would have been bad. But now it just feels worse. It just feels like dog shit. All right, so Madam Web, have you seen it? What did you think about it? Did you really watch this? Or what's your favorite date night or Valentine's Day movie tradition of which Madam Web will probably never be? Whatever it is, whatever you think, comment below, let me know. And as always, if you like what you've seen here and you wanna see more, click right here to see more. There's actually more to talk about. 
Should I do a spoiler talk for this? 